Okay. Hello and welcome to podcast 29. B. Oh, it is 29B because we realised that we'd um, failed to start the uh, recording. Uh, so, uh, we, we've had a bit of a practice then. Yes, so we're doing Inflammation 101. And why is it 101? Because in America, if you're taking your degree, you will do fringe subjects uh, at a very basic level. And uh, I believe they're referred to as the uh, as a, as a one hundred and one subject. Well, yeah, so psychology one hundred and one or whatever. It's not your uh, major. It's I not see. your major. So you have minor subjects around it, and then and there, and you can do the one hundred and ones at that point, and it's still working. So we're good. So, uh, inf- inflammation one hundred and one was yep. brought about because. I was watching a program on the television and the actor who had been in a number of series. It is a bit of a shame that this is B rather than A because you did go on to some kind of weird well, there we go. So pathway we, to get to the fact that we were watching the telly. Well, how do you describe it when uh, a sort of series has been on before and, and you're in the, the fourth or the fifth or the sixth series? It's a... It's a new series of an old series. There's not enough words. Okay. Uh, it's a I'll new series of an old program. Okay. Anyway, so we, we were watching somebody, and I thought. So, but at least it, you have probably have historical context, which is why this is more important. Because obviously, we've seen the program before. Yes. And he didn't always look like this. No, and we've just finished watching Spiral, haven't we? Yeah. Which we followed. It turns out for about twenty years. If you started, not we, not us personally. We watched. We've only been watching it for about six months. But well, we've been watching it for six months and catch up on twenty years of programs. And it's amazing how the and I would highly recommend it, by the way. And we would highly recommend it. How the actors and actresses have got just got from like uh, from young to middle aged. (laughs) It's no two ways. And you would also never ever want them involved in any of your operation, your police operations, operations, because you can guarantee that if they're going to go in, it will fail. Yes, they are. Do you think that was the story? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we we don't want to spoil it for everyone. Um, So we were watching another series because we tend to be... uh, Serial series watchers. Yes, (laughs) but only one at a time. Only one at a time for me, anyway. Um, so we're watching the odd program here and there, and we're amazed to see how somebody had appeared to age and also look like, I, I would say, puffy. Yeah, maybe that's not very polite. Anyway, we won't say who it is. No, I think so, that is very so, But it, it, it started a conversation about inflammation and what can happen in your body and what does happen in your body. And so that sort of spawned today's topic and you are ready to tell us all about inflammation so chronic and uh, yeah what is it chronic acute acute and chronic inflammation acute being an instantaneous response i'm just trying to see if i remembered and chronic would be a more long-term response yes so i was trying to use the analogy of a sort of if you think of uh, enemies and so the acute is like your inflammation your you it covers like when you think of a skirmish or whatever you, your response to an acute inflammation is just to go in and deal with it zap it zap it whereas chronic these skirmishes just build up and build up and you, your immune system just can't keep up and in the end it just overwhelms the system but so um it's so acute inflammation is a good thing 
it's it, it's our body's I response it, to the presence of a pathogen in our system. Yeah. And it, it will without that we would die. You know, it's constantly in a battle to keep out viruses, bacteria. We'll get onto it later, but you know, and and things that we think might should be there, and then something in our system goes wrong. Leaky gut being a classic example. So all of the all of these things are, you know, when you've got inflammation for a purpose, that's a good thing. But the trouble is, as usual, you know, it's going to act as a shield. So we said that, didn't we? And then and then the, the sh that shield can be breached. But hopefully, this chronic this acute inflammation will stop the pathogen and everything will be fine very good yeah i well, I, I think i think when good, i but... when i was thinking about it i was definitely thinking of the whole leaky gut thing where day in day out due yeah to, due to diet that, you know that that just puts a, a lot of pressure on on but your I body but i think in order to understand that you need to understand you have to go back a step yes. and say that the body is just you know is just trying to use and, and if you use an outside example i'm saying outside so what i mean is the first line of defense example you can then you can imagine how that responds in a systemic way with chronic information but i think it is i think it's good because, to understand the because localized. you're getting you're getting a lot of you're getting attacked every day yeah because you, with all of these these same mechanisms just not necessarily like um at, well, definitely not as acutely but but that will tip over so what i th thought was interesting uh, is is that the things you'll be suffering from will generally be an itis yes that was I... my fascinating fact of the day yeah no, that's so a pretty good from fact the it's, a, it's a latin suffix which means uh inflammation to denote that that disease is a disease so, of inflammation. so we got as far as bronchitis yeah yeah meningitis which we yeah we, we hesitated it's not, it's not on well it's we only hesitated on it because it's not necessarily it is an inf inflammation but it's more of a chronic inflammation that one i would suggest and i don't know enough about it to even and arthritis which yeah. we are all much more probably familiar with yeah. granny's got a bit of a touch of arthritis or whatever she'll say yeah um i think after today's little chat we might come to the conclusion that arthritis probably can be, uh, I can't say it can be cured or anything, but you can certainly improve the situation with a, with a bit of biohacking and, and trying to work out what it is that's making the inflammation occur. Yeah, that's slight, probably further, page three-ish or Oh, way. it's further in. So what, so yeah, we did get it all right on part, on try A, and now you're just, Speeding ahead, well, just but, speeding but, ahead. But, but people that are listening to us haven't heard part A, so we've got to start with well, part sort of again, okay? So, okay, so we're back to the arthritis, arthritis, and the we've other all got arthritis, and, and the He's other not here to no, and the other itises, yeah. So, you were probably gonna talk now, only I'm gonna talk about how many times I'm gonna talk about the localized acute immune response, good. Okay. Good. Right. And breathe. So we have an inflammation response to an acute injury. Yep. Happy with that. So we're going to yep. deal. What we're going to use as an example is a cut. And again, I'm going to try not to pass out while I'm thinking about some some part of somebody 
probably one of my children having a cut because I not good right so that lets pathogens into your body your you have breached yep your skins which is your it, on the external parts of your body your skin is your first line of defense yep and by cutting yourself you have breached that so an inflammation response is required um, and indications that you have an inflammatory response are redness, swelling, heat and pain. And they all have a purpose. And the reason I'm going to make that very clear is because I'm going to talk about non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs in a minute. And the again, it seems to be this classic thing that out of the 70s has come this thing where we deal with inflammation on in this case we deal with information by shutting down it's, it's come out of the same thing of no pain no gain calories in calories out it seems to be this whole thing around giving you a statement and then it's just taken off so actually acute inflammation needs to happen so suppressing it is a bad idea so where were we sorry i just had to get that little b in my bonnet so we have get increased redness because we're getting capillaries open and do you remember back to a do you remember why this happens and why you get extra heat i think it needs the blood flow for the nutrients yeah but how does that happen uh the capillaries open oh no we get the signaling so the damaged cells have very clever signaling mechanisms very good which uh which are within Chemical the cell mediators do you remember okay. what the two serotonin was one i think and don't remember histamine histamine okay, so those are the remember. kind of things those are just examples um so they allow for better blood flow which means more oxygen more nutrients because you need that because cellular activity has increased in that local area which is almost like a tiny little metabolic fire then which is why you get the heat mm. um uh, pain is uh, like is because is normally because you'll either have damaged your nerve endings or the pressure of all of this happening with your blood cells is causing is putting pressure on them and, and, the and the reason it does that it could block that if it chose but it doesn't want to because the pain is there to tell you not, not to, to do it. but that's only in, a, in an acute response because we'll get right. onto your knees and stuff and the the chronic response okay but yes, so there is a time when you shouldn't use it and you shouldn't be trying to hide the pain either or block the pain. Um, so it's not only blood ve blood vessels that increase their volume, it's um, it's also in, 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 uh, interstitial fluid. Is that like your lymph so, stuff? So that's from, that will be from the lymph, but it will be as the blood vessel expands, so those, so the osmotic pressure changes. And so the very, importantly in that area you will then get leakage of plasma protein okay. and then that will allow the this the so you need your your white blood cells to be included in this point because they are your body's defense, defense. mechanism okay. and so with the fluid comes white blood cells um and antibodies which right. will if if the pathogen is known will then be able to set up the response to attack that yep. 
But if not, you will then need macrophages, which we will and neutrophils, but we'll go on to that again in a minute. I'm just going to read here because I don't want to miss anything. So I'm getting ahead of myself. The other thing that happens is that um, when they when these antibodies uh, in the plasma protein are leaked into the area, um, they they're like um, they they go with other stuff. And the one really important thing is the fibrinogen. Okay, it's uh, critical to blood clotting. Um, it's converted by thromboplastin, which is an, obviously another one of these incredibly complex mechanisms that I'm just using big words, but actually there's all this amazing stuff happening into fibrin, which actually forms mesh in this interstitial space. Yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah. Um, and creates a barrier. So you are, you, it is literally creating a physical well, why shield. Why did I think when I did my um, uh, O-level biology that it was platelets that were so important in 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 this because that's the red blood cells and you I will be getting onto that that they, ah. they they are they are part of the, yeah like they're the, part of the, the same whole, sort of yeah survival um, uh, but here but here is another really good just to just to show you how complex this whole issue is is that for instance for me I have got uh of the genetics that mean my v-laden proteins wrong and it can cause extra clotting all right As, so far in my life it's not been an issue but uh, i think maybe it could have caused a few of the miscarriages but we don't know that and i was never tested um it's been very unfortunate for one of my cousins and both my dad and both of my uncles have had um deep vein thrombosis so mm -hmm. you know that's that's the that classic genetics going wrong when when they're there for survival and it, it kind of gets a bit messed up um and so what happens is it that, that all the processes that are needed to take away the clotting don't happen right okay um and, and this clotting like the whole, po it's, it creates this shield and it just slows everything down and you want that to slow down because you want the white blood cells to get where they need to be rather than firing on all cylinders and just going around your body. Circle, yeah. um, uh, so uh, like when the, the, they will deposit their first line of defense, which is macrophages and they just eat. <laughs> they love a good, they love a good pathogen um, and they will just eat it up. Um, so these macrophages, this is the way that Russia has gone or is going or, or used to go? Yeah, oh, that's I think phages it's, I, then, But I think it? the principle is the same. I think that, I think that, 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 that the, but, and they, just like we tried to do with antibiotics, they sort of, re, they managed to, to work out what phage went with what mm, bacteria. I, I, I seem to remember a program or whatever it was, and and they they were literally collecting outside of a hospital in the drains, to um so they could isolate these phages and then make them yeah you know, hopefully find the one that was going to work on whatever disease they were they were trying to treat. Mm. Uh, they're not even sure what would they do inject them or or grow them and and give them to you in a tablet or something. I don't know. I don't know. No idea. No, it's a, it's a completely different. Uh, way of treatment, and I think it's all it? being quashed. Oh, is it? I think so. I think there are all a right. few clinics in Eastern Europe you can still go to, but hmm. I think they're few and far between now. 
right. and don't even talk about it, do they? You know, no. it was the what it was a bit like Canton. It was the the way that they you medicine went, and then suddenly it wasn't anymore. So, yeah. um, so what else do we need to talk about with uh, that inflammation response before I get on to why, particularly in this context, or not? Yeah, um, NSA. Well, I think we need to say idea. that that you know that the, the response to the inflammation response to a wide right, a ranging a, a number of attacks that can come to your body it might come in through through your lungs, bronchitis. So that's um, your mucosal. So that's kind of like you have to think of your body with these dips. So you've got mm-hmm. your skin, and then where these dips occur, mm-hmm. like because the, you need there'll be other mechanisms. You need outside. So you yeah, need you need oxygen, the air, you so you've got to you've so got to have a mouth, you've got to breathe yeah. in. So you've got your digestive tract, you've got your yeah. circulatory system, um, your um, yeah, yeah. I think oh, you, I don't, you, I know, you were trying to think of the offratory system. Off, or what well, do you call it? Where you breathe? Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You need to shoot me. I think. Um, and obviously, like for women, the vaginal. Oh, of course, yeah, all yeah, of that. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. all, and that's where you get all of your mucus. Um, acting yep. as a but line I was going to say that all of these systems, they're, they're there to help you. They're good systems. And when they're working correctly, mm. you know, it, it, you know, we go back to cutting your finger. Okay, it's going to be a bit sore. It's going to be a bit inflamed for a day or two. But basically, it's because it's, it's going to heal, Yeah, which is fantastic. And so, and so the bad, the reason that NSAIDs are going to be bad for, for that response, you know, it used to, they, we used to try and shut down everything that was happening so it's like ice your knee oh yeah the bag of peas take take your ibuprofen yeah um put your leg up so just like these these three classic steps and 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 basically they're trying to shut down the body's natural inflammation response Mm. so what nsaids do particularly in this acute phase they block prostaglandins and prostaglandins there's there again they are such complex compounds that we we still don't know enough about them mm. to just blindly go in and just block them um because it depends they depend depending on which receptor they choose to bind to is how they will work so they can have equal and opposite reactions oh, depending right. on where they bind so for instance it can they can constrict or dilate blood vessels either one depending on where they're going to bind mm-hmm. um they can break down or build up platelet clusters so that's the whole uh clotting this is you and your clotting well just anything or you were talking about platelets oh, platelets true. go yeah, yeah you know you need more of them for, for yeah. like if you think of your fibrin as the mesh and then you need the platelets as the uh that's what the platelets catch on is it the, yeah well, that makes more sense okay so they can open or close airways hmm um, and they can cause uterine con- contraction. So that's like, that's your classic birth thing. So if right. you're taking, like, I mean, I just, yeah, anyway, that, that's a whole different subject. But And they can contract or relax smooth muscle. And that is obviously smooth muscle. We're mainly talking about your GI tract here. That's right. what you're, that's, uh, and so just that taking two little pills or whatever it is, have these huge downstream consequences that we don't realize. And uh, like, as you said earlier, this is not a like, don't take them. I just need you to be super aware of the consequences of when you do. Now I get um, hormone related migraines. They're getting better 
would you say? I think I'm getting a lot less of them, and they certainly you get don't a lot last less of them. They don't last as long, long, and I don't think they're quite as severe. Um, but there are times like oh, uh, Wednesday night, Thursday morning. I didn't. I genuinely didn't think I would survive the night. It was just so horrendous, and I took some ibuprofen and it was enough to take the edge off to get me through to the morning and and then move on but I was well aware of what I was doing I was well aware that whilst it would take away that initial pain there would be downstream consequences and I was I felt brain foggy uh, really shitty the next day and I knew that it wouldn't be until the following morning that I would in any way feel okay. But for me, that day was only survivable because I'd taken the pills to get through the night. Does that make sense? Does that kind of hold? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I, I, this isn't a judge. I'm not trying to judge anybody. I just want them to be fully aware of what is happening when they're taking them. And that's in, a, in acute response. And that's, like for me, maybe these days... I will take them once every two or three months and it will be one dose and that will be it. Mm. When you are taking them on a chronic level, they do so much more harm that, that is recognised. You know, just read the packet. It's heart disease, it's chronic kidney, you know, it really damages your kidneys. I mean, there are many, many reasons not to take these things. Um, so just just be aware, particularly when it comes to chronic inflammation, I, you know, that that's even worse. So is there anything else you want to talk about with that uh, acute inflammation before we move on to the meat of the chronic? No, I, 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 I think you've, once again, you know, one of the things that we always come back to is just how complicated the systems yeah. in our body are uh, yeah. and, and how, you know, trying to work on, on one particular aspect and have, you know, you've, you've illustrated there, it leads on to different sort of subsystems yeah and uh you, you just you can't be too sure what you're doing and no, why none of our systems are created in a vacuum no no they are not we are a whole well this is why it really pisses me off when this <laughs> this term holistic has become to mean some kind of hippy dippy whatever thing and, and and there's nothing wrong with that but you know it is a it is a term to refer to the whole body and it means mm. that if you're doing one thing, it will have an effect on another thing. Mm. So there's nothing wrong with that term. And it's it's come to be used derogatorily, and I don't think it should be. But I know if I hashtag holistic health... It would be a lot of... I'm going to say be, tree huggers, be, it, it's not no, even No, 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 it gets shadow banned because it's like, ah, oh, it's not, that's not, you know... It's not yeah. real medicine. Yeah. Hmm. So... Uh, yeah, so you, you're we, we, inflammation is not in itself a bad no. thing. No, it's vital. It really, isn't? It's absolutely vital. I think that's that's the message from from from, from you know from from this last few minutes of, of chat. And you you've got to embrace it really. And I think this this is why you know if if you need to have a fever for a while, yeah. um, it, it's yeah. because your body really is trying. To, to do everything it can, as it knows, uh, to overcome the problems so it's got. I, I, uh, fever is quite a good one because it's an acute response to a systemic problem. Yes. 
Yeah, and it, and we are all familiar with it, aren't we? Yeah, but we you all know, try and, and get rid of it, don't well, we? Well, we're all afraid of it. Mm. We are afraid mm. of it, and 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 it can be, you know, very it, frightening. It, you know, if yeah. we've had children, and oh, it's horrendous, nightmare. absolutely horrendous. Probably like every five minutes, temperature, temperature, temperature. Yeah, and then you're not well, sure you're you taking it properly. And Jay had febrile convulsions with it, didn't he? Yeah, he got super hot. Mm. So, um, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that was funny. So you end up, we ended up in not the... Not funny, Farha. No, we ended up in the hospital and he was too hot. And so the, the first people, must have been at triage or whatever, said, well, take off his clothes and leave him in his nappy. And then we got in the lift and obviously some fairly well-meaning nurse said, do you think your baby's cold? <laughs> anyway, there we are. That's yeah. because you need to treat different things in different ways, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So acute and... Uh, chronic and now we're going to talk about chronic because you, understanding that those those pathways are there for a reason and I you know we've demonstrated how they work in acute phase there are two there are, I guess there are two strands of chronic so something like that can if it if the pathways aren't working properly will lead on to chronic mm-hmm. um, but chronic inflammation itself will become systemic quite quickly so it's so you can say that arthritis is chronic inflammation but it's got to your it's got to your knuckles Mm -hmm. systemically system-wide so so it hasn't just sudden it's not like it's not localized to your knuckles because you knocked your third knuckle and now it's swollen up there is a reason that it's there and that's because it's the whole of your system is in this kind of constant skirmish, your whole your in, mm-hmm. inflammatory response, your and in order immune to, response to try and fight this, the body in effect is is overgrowing certain yeah. bits. Is that what arthritis well, is? Because the joints, you know, obviously they get bigger, and 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 they're obviously very painful it's, if it's you have it. It's still such a new. We're still sort of exploring. It's very you know you can diagnose it and you can say what's going on, but nobody's really sure. This is what I've been trying to look at all day. It, nobody's actually 100% sure why systemic inflammation like that would cause... The, 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 the swollen joints. Yeah. Swollen, but painful it's, but it, joints. But, and you can say, like, for instance, with gout, well, that's, your, that's the... the um, so what are they called? Oh. Purines, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the so, purines. I, I think that's but, much more visual is that right yeah. and you can see the pus and you and you get you know the pus will even erupt through the skin won't it and I can, will it i've not really no been i can tell you to gout no so you haven't missed anything I, mm-hmm. I, apparently but um yeah it is you know that that's that is very mm-hmm. visual isn't it and and but it has the same mm. that same systemic chronic effect yeah so so you can say that the the chronic effect of of arthritis is very sore joints yeah um because of da 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 but and i can say as a health coach i can help you with that because it will be almost certainly something you're eating which is either causing an inflammatory response or giving you a leaky gut which is causing you systemic inflammation either one of those is dealable with and i now have three people on my books who have reversed sore joints 
one to the point where she can't she's that it's gone like completely gone that's fantastic um and the other to the point where he can't remember how painful they were before um which i like to remind him of but there we go like uh so yeah they're, they're it, chronic inflammation is again it's not i keep using this word it's not in a vacuum there's a reason for it mm. and uh yeah and just while you getting ready to move on to the next bit or whatever it's, it's going back to me you know the whole engineering thing or whatever is it, it seems becoming more and more apparent to me that we are all massively different as as we all know but we're all massively different in what foods we yeah we we flourish on and what foods we probably like we can take but you know they're not good or bad but then we've all got a very different list of what foods are bad for us yeah and, and it's the same with our immune response for instance you get an absolute horrendous histemic i presume it's histamine response to uh stings and bites even to the a stinging nettle i if i get stung with a stinging nettle it stays with me for hours so so in that if, phase your immune res response is over -response. it's definitely over responding yeah i would say um, so just like with that which is very visual hmm. we will all have different responses to anything we put in our body but some of it you just don't see because it's in your gut. Well, I think, unfortunately, we've been th th through uh, a bad couple of decades where, uh, you know, food was taken... Out as, of the equation completely. Like, well, it it was like, like you're a dustbin. It was just, yeah, yeah. So it, was, it, it really didn't matter mm. what you were eating. It, you could eat anything. And uh, maybe we were all headed just to eat a couple of pills, you know. Well, I still, and, and... you know, I still know people now that will have all sorts of horrendous conditions uh, and be going down the path of the classic one, of course, is type 2 diabetes. They'll say that, oh, I'm pre-diabetic. It's like, no, well, 30 years ago, you'd probably be diabetic, but we'll let yeah, that yeah, one yeah, pass. Yeah, but, yeah. but, and and look to drugs for the answer you know, oh, I have, I've been, I've had a virus, I haven't really gotten over it, I've got this chronic fatigue, I've got fibromyalgia, I've got this, I've got that, and there's nothing out there that can help me. And the one thing that they won't have looked at is what they are eating. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can, I can almost guarantee you that they won't have even thought to look at what they're eating, because that can't possibly have an effect on something that is so damaging. Mm, it's really it is and I you know I'm a case in point mm. I had chronic fatigue and I don't anymore no so I think people just need to wake up and realise that what you put in your body is fundamental to how your body will respond so are we slightly more uh, optimistic positive with this because we've now got ultra processed food appears to be much more mainstream and uh, however much they might try and like um, uh, uh, like not let us talk about it it, it does get mentioned they, it, it they, gets they, mentioned as a heading in the paper when I read the paper yeah, or it's all very clever because what they'll do is they'll kind of like almost reverse it so ultra processed food is really bad oh by the way look we brought out this wonderful new fizzy drink with no sugar in it because we know that ultra processed foods are really bad but what we're not telling you is that artificial sweeteners are probably even worse for you i think they are 
But anyway, well, yeah. I have to say probably, but and so and so everybody just goes, oh great, there's an alternative. Yeah, mm, well, and so they say they it's it's by it's this this subterfuge of oh we yeah we know that so we're giving you this there's a lot of subterfuge out there unfortunately yeah yeah we had we went to the gym this morning and i just we were weighing ourselves or whatever it was to see it, like because i am still the heaviest completely different to our scales at home which is slightly where i might have to <laughs> do something about that um but I looked in the, the vending machine and it was just, you know, full of protein this and mm. and it's just it's high, still ultra, ultra processed. processed crap. Yeah. Yeah. I like so, energy drinks and mm. There we are. That's that is the yeah, way of sorry, the world. But over. but I do feel that there's more talk about it and maybe Yeah, but you'd think somewhere like a gym. No, not really. It's so much part, people aren't necessarily going to the gym because they're looking for any sort of holistic, as we would say, approach, you know, we were saying that, you know, Arthur's in there, he wants more muscle on him. Bert's in there, he wants to get stronger. Yeah. You know, they're lucky because they're already eating and then they fantastically fight about good it. diet. Yes, well, they do fight about it all the time. You know, Arthur, for instance. I'm not trying for strength. Yeah, so what's, what's he taking now? I'm not trying for creatine. Creatine, yeah. So we're going to see whether that, that sort of, I'm trying for bulk. I'm not trying for bulk. I'm stronger than you. I don't want to be stronger than you. Yes. So that was some of the uh, the hour in the gym. The other thing from our point of view is how oh, great to go with it with a couple of your I kids. I really enjoyed it actually. I did. It's yeah. very good equipment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the second week in a row for me. Yeah. Dying right now. No, you didn't overdo it this time. I did didn't you? overdo it. You, no. did, you learned your lesson. I learned my lesson last week. Trying to keep up with them. <laughs> Don't try and keep up with your teenage or young what, twenty did I something. What's deadlift? Sixty kilos. 50, I think it was only fifty. Oh, was What's it? the bar? Twenty. And then I put on. Uh, did I manage fifteen or did I manage? 10? Oh, you did. You no, you did. You, you managed fifteen. That was right. So you lifted fifty. Yeah. yeah. I got to eight. Quite pleased with that. Oh, what did, did Bert get to? Get to? Oh, uh, 100 and, I think they both lifted hundred and forty again. Did did did. Very good. Did I get to a hundred? Can't remember. I'll look at the photos. I certainly you know. gave up before they the, before they did. Yes. Anyway. Yes, it, yes, a so word we digressed. From our sponsors. Yes. <laughs> now we're back to chronic <laughs> inflammation. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's, so it's actually our sponsors were Element. Oh yes. We're all drinking our Element. Yes. But but so, so going back here is that you know I I still see that we we need to be considering food. Unfor- unfortunately. Maybe well, not we, for us anymore. But no, not for unfortunately us. Unfortunately, for most people, yeah, you're it, right. It's gonna. It's the. It's absolutely the crux of 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 everything, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um. So if we're talking about, we have to get back to this now. So if we're talking about chronic inflammation, I don't think it can be uh, separated from metabolic disorders. I mm-hmm. think they go hand in hand. And I was trying to work out how to explain this. But so if you take somebody who is a uh, obese or overweight. Um, the the pathways that you you're messing up your metabolic pathways, but you're m- messing them up because of inflammation or 
are your metabolic pathways interrupted and therefore that's causing inflammation it is a really you can I, I really don't think you can separate them out but the trouble is that if somebody's overweight and they've got too much adipose tissue that is already a hormone disruptor and uh, damaged adipose it, it, fat is metabol it's a metabolic tissue it's like um because you need it for energy but it can signal as well can't it yeah so you're damaging adipose, which is kind of like cellular inf inflammation. But you're also, because that's damaged, you are disrupting your hormone signals. So you're disrupting insulin, you're disrupting your glucose response. Ghrelin. You're dis disrupting leptin and ghrelin. Mm. You know, the whole thing is just this horrendous vicious cycle. Um, and I don't, I, I really don't think that you can distinguish between I think it, I think unfortunately, if you are overweight, you are going to be at some level chronically inflamed, because the reason that you're overweight is because your hormones are disrupted and your adipose isn't it, 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 it is disrupted. You know the the mechanism, the me metabolic mechanism for for using that adipose has gone wrong. It's all just it all just seems to mesh together. Well, it does because it's all part of a much bigger system. Yeah. So. So other things that you could separate maybe from metabolic dysfunction and chronic inflammation will be leaky gut. Mm -hmm. Um, which never, which used to be, like if you'd mentioned leaky gut, I'm just trying to think of me. Like 15 years ago, they'd have gone, oh, you'd have been told it was absolutely rubbish and it didn't exist. Well, you know, you just have to look at PubMed now to. See that all the different that studies. It's it's a, it's a it's real, and yeah. what happens is that you irritate your gut lining to such an extent that all that that particles in the lumen that are should just be carrying on through that are in effect too big to be allowed into your system get into your system through the the, through the, the bigger the, holes the, the, that the are in it's in the cell wall yeah or the or the or the sorry the gut wall. So, yeah. yeah so and then you have to come back to your acute inflammation then this is where this is why I wanted to go into that is that these little particles are seen as pathogens mm. and create that same response as if you cut your finger and you had a load yeah, of germs roaming around right which Good. is extremely bad news yes and yes, it is bad news. And uh, this this subtlety of of gaps in your gut, you know, I I know it from the these gaps in the kidney which I've got, which which or used to have, which used to um, let the protein through, and you know, they described it as as you know a load of octopuses all joined together, and and, and the gaps got bigger. Well, these gaps are absolutely critical to to how you yeah. can lead your life because um yeah. you know i obviously you know ended up with all that water retention and swelling and everything else yeah. when i was at the worst yeah. and uh you know apparently it's just because that that mesh or that, or that filter yeah. has gone out of kilter so every one of these systems is 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 hugely important if if you want to be well yeah so Bert wanted to know specifically about food, and so while we're talking about leaky gut, and that, so you can have an acute, you can have an acute leaky gut. 
All right, so that would um, be you You at something really doesn't agree with yeah. you and it leaks it's, for the two hours while it, it's going through. Would it be almost, that sort of time? I think it is, yeah. Um, and you will, if you haven't, eat, even if you haven't got leaky gut, because I wouldn't say about what had necessarily or a lot of people have, um, but if I'm thinking about the arthritis particularly, you, your gut bacteria respond in such a way that causes a pathogenic response. So because they're, right. they're feeding off stuff Mm. Um, um, and what they expel can be pathogenic. So that can mm. then leak. Ah, yes. So, so, so because they're not very happy, they're yeah. giving off nasties, yeah. and the nasties get in your blood. Yeah. Right, and well, that's a bit subtle, isn't it? Yeah, but that, and that's often, so for instance, a uh, classic case of one of my friends had really bad elbows in the night. Do you remember this? And uh, I said to her, well, you could try giving up tomatoes. Which one? No, can't possibly be that. Anyway, she did. gave She gave up tomatoes. Didn't have any trouble with elbows in the night. Completely forgotten that she'd given up tomatoes. Had some tinned tomatoes in one evening, and that night she woke up again with her her elbows in such pain that she didn't know what to it's do with amazing, herself. But then rem- it? remembered it was tomatoes. And it, for a lot of people, mm. we do not understand the power of nightshades. You know, we think that we we assume that all vegetables are good for us. Mm. Yes, this is this is very important. But yeah. they aren't. But they, you know, the, 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 well, well, you know, obviously the argument is that no vegetable really is good for you because it's it, all vegetables are trying to protect themselves. Yeah. And and maybe the fruit would be less harmful. So the classic with that is, oh, we eat lots of broccoli. It's full of antioxidants. Antioxidants are created in your body. You do not eat antioxidants. And the reason that you have an antioxidant response is because that thing is harmful. Because and the- oxidants, you know, that it's like, oh, just, just think about that. An antioxidant is created in your body in response to oxidative stress. To an stress. attack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had a fascinating conversation uh, about rust and oxidization haven't we yeah because and, i'm and looking what's... at spermidine and the supplement and yeah. the fact that it's um aminoid which is a polymer i'm well saying done. all these words yes. and i'm just trying to remember it all because we're all familiar with rust you know we, we'd all think well there's nothing special about rust you leave something steel out, outside in the rain whatever a few weeks starts to go reddish brownish whatever and that is a layer of, of iron oxide that's forming on on the uh, but it's the same principle within our body yeah. isn't it is yeah. that just like you know the 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 iron pot that you left outside will very quickly be useless yeah i assume you can use the same analogy to say that if if you if your body is oxidizing itself too you know, too much you need a bit of it it's that hormetic stress thing again mm-hmm. um and, and it fires up your immune response, which is a good thing, but overdo it. And it, I mean, it was a classic example for me in the summer. I couldn't get my wedding rings on. No. My wedding rings. I didn't know that, I that was sli- slightly sort of. No, I, I don't think it was. And oh. I notice it now after the sauna, still not able to get it on. All right. <coughs> have to leave it an hour. Sorry, your cough. I have to leave it an hour and then it'll be fine. But. I could not get my wedding ring over my knuckle. Mm, there was mm. no way. And one time I managed to get it on and my finger went purple. 
Okay, that's not was good. not good. Very like I get into I get into claustrophobic Actually, mode with that. So, so uh, 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 I and I I know why, is because I was eating beans. Yep. And courgettes and yep. courgettes I would have thought would be fine. So next summer I might just try the courgettes and leave the beans. Well, you only eat them because I grow um, them though, don't yeah, you? Yeah. And, and, and I like them. Yeah. But they don't like me. No, they really don't, do they? No. And. So there's two things. One is rings actually are a very, very good measure of your yeah, inflammation. Yeah, you would never know. You would never like, know to look at my fingers that there was anything what, wrong. Those little short stumpy fingers they're you've not, got. They're not stumpy, are they? Because they're the same length as yours, <laughs> just not so fat. Well, or, no, they or can't so compare a thumb to a little finger. Look, stop it. No, you're being ridiculous. Look. Yeah, they're a good, oh, no, they're good inch well, longer. They are not. Look. They are a bit longer. Yours are a bit longer. But I think in comparison to the size of your... There's nothing stubby about these fingers. Okay, fair enough. We'll, agree, we'll, we'll agree on no, that on the we, basis that it's um, duck legs for tea and I'm still looking forward to yes. them. Um, and the fact that nobody else can see. But so. so that was the first thing is rings are a massively yeah. good way of seeing how you're doing yeah. and don't ignore it, yeah. I would say, if the ring is suddenly tight. You know, the reason for it is you're inflamed. Yeah. Uh, don't kid yourself. No. Uh, and there was a second thing, which I think I've forgotten now, because oh, we dear. went all around the houses with that. Oh, I, dear, I, I might just, remember it. And I need to bring in the, the non-steroidal anti-inflammatories with this one, because they the long-term damage of constant... They're, na they're now... I'd, what, correlation, causation, jury's out slightly, but people on uh, them for any length of, ta of time have a higher risk of heart disease of dying of heart of heart disease oh, right. so you just you, you know i think i think everybody knows that you're supposed to eat them on a full stomach uh, take them on a full stomach because they cause uh, bleeding ulcers and and mm. disrupt mm. your gut lining but i don't think enough really is known and, and because it's because you're disrupting so many of those critical pathways if you take away that one response, hmm. you might have immediate benefit, but but the long term consequence it will could be, be a bit of a snowball. Uh, and and so if we're talking about drugs, that's why steroids work as an anti-inflammatory because they are an anti-inflammatory. We have steroids and we produce them as right. an anti-inflammatory. Right. Um, and I think in acute situations, uh, like. You know, if you can't breathe or whatever, you take oh, a yeah, steroid yeah, 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 and it yeah, will yeah. open up the yeah, airways, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. that's fine. But again, the long-term use of these things has downstream consequences. Mm. But I remember the second thing, though. Mm. We turn into canaries, don't we? In as we become, yeah, like uh, a less and less. Uh, yeah. So when we feel under the weather. Most people would be absolutely fine. Yes, because we 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 can we, we fine tuned ourselves at ninety to one hundred percent, and when we're at anything below that, we get really and it's pissed. Very off. noticeable, yeah. and it's also very noticeable if you eat something that doesn't agree with you. Yeah, I this think, is what Bert was trying to say. So you and you make yeah. you make your you. I think you can make an informed decision, whereas most people don't, because they don't understand that the reason that they're like classic example when I went to get. Wilf the other day and I was I looked in the mirror behind uh, and the chap behind me was yawning away in his car it was it was two o'clock and I thought I just that never happens to me I just 
you know, he's obviously eaten his lunch and he's just sat there and he's absolutely like he's got that real dip. And I remember what that feeling was like. And I might occasionally get it after dinner. Not, I can't. I don't, I, think, you I do. don't think I do anymore. And it was just, no. it was really. Well, odd. I don't think I do either. And it really made me sit up and think, wow, how yeah. how that most people just take the afternoon dip as as completely normal as and, completely and normal. you can't you can't avoid yeah, it yeah i would suggest you probably had a lot of bread i have absolutely no idea but whatever he's eating on a on a normal scale just like day in day out is not is not what he needs to be eating it's, it's not his optimum food we just finished lunch or there and i came food. back to do this and i, I don't and I can't, just get on with it yeah mm. it's so and and that again that's all inflammation that's your body like trying to get more oxygen in trying to sort itself out like it's just knackered well fascinating Don't you... okay is that the end of the inflammation thing no, so i just we okay no no that's fine i just back want to, to it. i'll just go to, go to the food thing so um you're going to give yourself chronic inflammation by eating seed oils but the thing with that one is you won't notice it until 90 days down the road you're sat in the car yawning after lunch because you've got no energy um so don't eat them i mean i can't i don't think i can make it any more clear than that just don't eat industrial processed seed oils they are killing you they're they're caught cool. like and so so with uh, with them when like talk about chronic inflammation so what happens with seed oils gather in adipose tissue and they expand the cells in an in normal cells reach a certain size and, and they divide, divide normal adipose cells fat cells that does not happen with when seed oils are in there because they disrupt the cell the cell doesn't know what it's doing and it and it expands and expands and expands and then it leaks the oils around your body so classic body responds uh, because it thinks it's like well it, they these things are pathogens mm -hmm. and so you're in an inflamed state chronic inflammation uh, over Christmas, I will eat chocolate. It's sat in the cupboard. I know I'm going to do it. I love it. Coconut, lint, balls. I mean, what's not to love? But I know that I will have them for a couple of days. I probably feel tired. I might even yawn after lunch. But within 48 hours, they will be gone. Done, dusted. There's no industrial seed oils in them. There's sugar. Um, and there's... Uh, much more dairy I think than I probably would normally have and maybe a few flavouring enhancers I don't think there are I think there are probably ones, are um, but you know and, and again when you know you can make an informed choice probably I'm thinking that turkey doesn't actually suit me that well but I'm not, not going to eat it because I'm going to enjoy <laughs> it and I will enjoy it and that will be it so you know just so things like things like foods that don't suit you on a on a uh, like a, a short term basis, you well, know you can get yeah, over. You can get over, but they're and, different. And you from know foods. what consequences you will so, have. So if you were to eat beans, say, or tomatoes, tomatoes for you yeah. is, is yeah, is I could probably get away with a tomato, but I can't even touch the the plants at the moment. No. So that ought to be a, yeah. ought to tell you something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you you do have yeah, to be does, very careful, you. and and yeah. and you know, for me, it's I have to be slightly careful around the garden because whether it's blackthorn or or nettles or whatever, yeah. it all has a 
So I guess probably to wrap this bit up, if you want to discover what foods are causing your inflammation, the best thing to do is to do an elimination diet. And whoever you are, whatever you say, the best elimination diet you can do is carnivore. And I am not suggesting that you stay carnivore. I am just suggesting that if you eat meat, if you eat beef, particularly for three weeks or whatever it however long you can stand it and then reintroduce food that is the best way to tell what foods are causing your you inflammation and damage um you get like i mean there's all sorts of autoimmune protocols that will but but they still they'll cut out nightshades they'll cut out alliums so that's your onions your garlics your leeks and that kind of thing they'll cut out dairy they'll cut out legumes they'll cut out gluten but there are still foods that are left because people do not associate vegetables particularly with being harmful so there are still foods mm. left that will cause you inflammation the trouble is you will feel so much better because you've stopped eating those major sources of inflammation and gut damage but you will never know unless you're willing to give it years which is what we had to do i mean if i'd known 15 mm, years know, ago that going on a carnivore diet ago. you could sort it out yeah. and work out what yeah. foods did then i would have done it obviously um you know you're, you you can then and and uh, and things like eczema that's a classic example of an inflammatory response and it just so happens that it's very visible and it's on your skin and it's one of those things that in a lot of ways eczema is a good thing because it's your body is it expelling is getting rid of that particular toxin that's causing that particular inflammation um and it yeah but it's very uncomfortable it's oh, often it's in babies yeah, and, yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. there's no real way of, of dealing with the symptoms or whatever is it it's, it's no, pretty bad it is. can get really bad so 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 that, that that's always what i would recommend these days if somebody was going to ask my advice and then very gradually reintroduce the foods and you're and like i say because you feel so much better you will very quickly work out hopefully yeah you can go back to that canary comment yeah. and, and you'll very quickly know what doesn't suit you yeah and it's very important then to try and remember it yeah. and uh, and keep away. Yeah. yeah. Really. Hmm. Okay. So you had a little piece that you. I well, had a little at. piece at the end here, which we were reading. Yeah. Times magazine. Yeah. And uh, I, I spotted an article about low testosterone, and I think the, the only reason I was going to bring it up was just to show how sort of complicated our bodily systems are, because here it's very clear that testosterone isn't necessarily about just about because it is here testosterone being all about muscles and sex it is very very important to many other systems within your body uh, female as well as male uh, female as well as male yes sorry i missed a chance there didn't i yeah this is very much aimed at men it is of course it is but that says it all really doesn't it well maybe it does actually. but one of the one of the key issues around perimenopause and menopause is lack of testosterone which is mm. you know just not even talked about yes and and so this article uh there's a chap here 38 he appears to um 
have been have gotten better but you know his symptoms were um brain fog reduced muscle mass uh he he he, he was just sort of failing really yeah. there that, that you know that's your because, brain not working and your body thing, not yeah, working and the other thing that that, that again is fail, failed to talk about is the fact that your testosterone is low because most hormones are on a negative feedback loop it means that other hormones will then be out of whack because you need the right amount of each hormone to send the right signal back to release or restrict the the next hormone along the line um, and, and when they're out of whack like that it doesn't happen no it appears to be quite unfortunate that some of the symptoms associated with low testosterone are similar to depression well it and it's the same with all sorts of stuff so mm. is a lack of is it lack of progesterone or too much estrogen is it lack of you know i mean they're all because they're so they have to be in balance hormones mm. have to be in balance and testosterone is one of the ones i think you can just give testosterone and there will be a, a an improvement but for for things like progesterone and estrogen it you need to know which one you know you can't just give estrogen because you might you'll be putting your progesterone out of whack and yeah. so on and it's so it's it's yeah it's very well it, it it just seems to be that it's you know as usual it's massively complicated yeah. so the, the chap who's in here was a nhs doctor gave it up he's got some sort of clinic somewhere and, and treats he's saying there i think he's got a thousand people on his book at the moment because I think you have to go to that next level of treatment. You can't yeah. just do a simple test and take a simple pill, because I think you have to understand more. Well, well of, if, it, of if the it's whole anything picture. like if it's anything like female hormones, you, there's absolutely no point in t testing once. So if ever anyone's going out for a testosterone or a blood test for testosterone, make sure you do it in the morning because it's massively different in the afternoon. All men should be tested in the morning. I've, I've gleaned that much. And the other thing is 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 to um, sorry is is hopefully to um, to have two or three readings because uh, that's another thing that this chap does is to do a series of readings. Um, <laughs> Carry on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> A series of readings to get the average or to get get a trend so I think there's some, there is some good study and good information coming out of it but it really isn't very simple and and I think that just about sums it up for for everything isn't it yeah. is, is don't think it's a very simple system don't think that there's a, you know there's a magic pill at the end of it all these things have a massive effect one to the next to the next isn't it and trying to get yourself uh, uh, inflammation free and yeah. and with good gut health going back to some of the other basics good sleep not overdoing it on the chronic cardio you know mm -hmm. the, 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 yeah, it's, we were it's, having a discussion the other day I don't know like I think almost these days when I coach I I'm more and more convinced that I need to get the sleep right mm in order to concentrate on the diet because when you're lacking sleep you know that studies have shown again and again that, that because your hormones are out of whack like your cortisol and mm. all the rest of it you you just you you can't regulate your hunger right um you're you it's almost like you're bound to eat more if you've had a bad night's sleep so and but it's chicken and egg, isn't it? Because if you're going to eat the right stuff, you'll improve your sleep. I, yeah. What I'm kind of saying is I don't think the two can be separate anymore. And I used to concentrate 
solely on diet to start with and then bring sleep in as a lifestyle piece but I think that if you're trying to get healthy they have to go together yeah and I think uh, going back to the canary I think that the quality of your sleep and the length of your sleep and, and there's all sorts of apps and things to try and help you to monitor it that's very important and very very indicative of, of, of how you are in terms of yeah. stress and, and illness and you know it's, it's very obvious if you've got any sort of you know I happen to have an aura ring or a Fitbit or whatever as soon as you you've got a cold or anything like that you know your, your, your sleep quality will fall it, it, it just goes hand in glove with it doesn't it because yeah. your body there is, is trying to fight off the cold or whatever you got and it, it has to go into that that response mm. At which point, you know, it's probably not digesting your food as well because it's got other things on its mind. So you 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 really do have to look at the whole thing yeah. together, don't you? It's, yeah. it's a massively complex yeah. system, run as we were saying there over and over again by <coughs> by different hormones and and different subsystems within your body, yeah. all of which interact, and all of which I don't think we fully understand. Uh, we certainly don't under, understand the influence of one on the other because there's just too many. Mm. So um, uh, often you can only use yourself as the model. Yeah. And when you're feeling better, and when I you're looking it, better, it, and when yeah. your ring comes so, off, yeah. So and bringing when you it sleep full eight circle hours, back to that program, because I'm just thinking, it is like that is that classic kind of puffy, slight edema because you know you've got all of that stuff going on where you're 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 leaking interstitial fluid and. Uh, it, nothing's working right so your lymph isn't draining it off properly mm. um, that's absolute you know I can look at somebody and go wow that's absolute classic information but whether you even notice it or not I don't know I, I genuinely don't know because I, I don't know whether you just expect to feel like that it's classic I had my laptop repaired and everybody that I saw they just like obviously because I was looking at their hands because we were dealing with a laptop they were just that bit too it, it's like it's a special puffy isn't it where your skin goes smooth and it's like oh that's edema you've got right there that's low grade inflammation and I just want to go do you know that you could sort that out but I'm not sure how many people are even aware that they want to sort it out so well two things are they aware and the other thing is you'd have to give up this you'd have to give yeah. up that you'd have to give up something else yeah. oh I don't want to do yeah. that so I'll carry on yeah yeah and, uh, and you might not be feeling that ill I mean we would but you know I don't necessarily think that no, people they, associate they, they might be used to it yeah yeah, that, yeah that's a normal day yeah which is, which is a bit unfortunate which is probably why when you go to park run or whatever it's not packed out with tens of thousands of people yeah because most of them don't really feel like doing it yeah yeah okay so i think we're done yes and this has been because i realize i never even mention it once at all in my poll we need to start with it but this has been um the mary rose health and nutrition podcast <laughs> and you oh, can yeah. follow me at mary rose health and nutrition on instagram and facebook and you could visit my website that would be marvelous very okay. good thank you well remembered thank you it's a bit of a test. I don't think you'd have done that at the start. No. Because you seem to have cleared your mind a bit as you went through. Yeah. You definitely accelerated. Oh, right. oh no, I didn't, though. <laughs> right. Okay. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.